Hello and welcome to another episode of the FOMO Cast. I'm Chris, back with Tim. Say hello, Tim. Hello, Tim. We are coming at you with so much stuff. We are usually, uh, you know, we're recording this on a Thursday night, so things do change from time to time on Thursday nights. So um, we did miss so much stuff from last week because a bunch of stuff dropped legitimately. Like, I want to say it was like that next day all of a sudden we had all this stuff come out so we're trying to keep up on it so we got a lot of stuff to go over uh the first of which is um percy jackson and the olympians is premiering on disney plus in december and they did give us a new teaser trailer um i do remember i kind of watched it like the uh the original the ones they did this before this with the younger kid and um I like the way they're going with it. Uh, Basically, the way this one shows is that the mom was telling the kids stories about um, basically the gods and all that kind of stuff. And she basically tells them it's all true. true. And they're like, wait, what? And then you hear a voice, and I'm assuming it's Zeus, say, Percy Jackson, we've been waiting for you. And so um, that's all you get from the teaser. It's not... um, you know a lot it's just enough to i think get us through like to be like okay i'm intrigued a little bit or i'm not i don't think that they're trying to push too hard because of the strike and potentially um you know what i mean i feel like they're just kind of dragging their feet on a lot of this stuff oh yeah well i mean and they can you know with the strike and everything going on and the more they drag their feet, the longer that they could prolong it, the more so that they could with the strike being done and then, oh, OK, now let's ramp it up. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, um, I I, I kind of like the style of it. Uh, Tim and I were talking beforehand if you had watched Ahsoka or not. And like you said, there's so many shows out there, but I do feel like this strike is going to allow us at least if it goes any bit longer to where they're not putting shows out until next year. Cause Tim and I are extremely busy for the pretty much till October. You know, we have no legitimate free time. We have some, a day here, a day there, but you know, like Tim usually does work while we're actually recording because he, same as me, you know, yesterday we didn't record and I ended up having to fax over, you know, I'm doing all these different uh, service reports, things like that. So I think they're going to bottle these up and they're going to put them out. They're not going to be like um, Dune Part 2, which has been delayed till next year. And I think that Disney Plus thinks that their power alone has the ability to make it succeed. Whereas they think a lot of these movies are like they know the star power from the premieres and everything are going to push them. There are so many people dedicated. Tim and I see it all the time. People that go to the premieres at Disney, they live for it. They live for going to the parks and getting these exclusive stuff for shows and stuff like that. So it looks good. I hope that it is as good as it looks. And then maybe they can, you know, do something with it. Right. Yeah, exactly. One thing that was interesting is it was Sunday, I think. Saturday or Sunday they announced they're going to shift Ahsoka's premiere to Tuesday nights, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern. Uh, I talked to Connor from Con Con's Cantina, and he's like, "It's a huge. It was a huge advantage for West Coast 
uh, influencers because they could do reviews. They could edit their videos and have it ready to go the very next morning. Whereas you have to wait till 3 a.m. People, you, you know, you may not think it's a lot, but midnight to 3 a.m. is a huge difference. Huge difference. So, you know, <clears throat> apparently this is Amazon's model. Amazon releases it at a normal time on like a Tuesday and so what's funny is, as Connor flat out said, this is genius. And every article I've read was Disney finally fixed one of the main problems with their Disney shows. And it's its release time. So we're going to see what happens. Um, I know they are testing out with the uh, Echo show. If it's even coming out still, I don't know. But it was supposed to come out in November. And they're going to tr- experiment with dropping all the episodes at once. Now, for those that think it doesn't work, how does Netflix do it? Honestly, Netflix enacted its password sharing and added like 11 million people. Right. They drop everything at once. Um, I find myself having to go back and rewatch things because I'm like, wait, what did I miss? Like, as you watch it, and you're like, oh, man, I think I missed something. I'm going to watch it again. So there's that. Um, I will give a quick recap because I know Tim doesn't didn't watch it, but um Ahsoka, for me personally, as a fan of Rebels, was an amazing uh, first two episodes. Ray Stevenson was phenomenal, and it's it, um, it hurt watching it knowing he passed so young, and he was such a great force in the show. Um, we actually are hoping that he dies in the end of it, because there's no way you can replace him. There's no way to explain why he's gone um, in a logical manner. Um, so... Um, Connor and I have discussed a couple of ways that it could work, um, but he fits the role perfectly. Um, and uh, the woman they have cast as Sabine Wren fits the role perfectly. And we got my favorite character of Chopper, who is amazing and hilarious. And one thing I will say, if you are not interested in it because you didn't watch Rebels, uh, the first episode, which IGN, which I don't trust, they're becoming almost like Rotten Tomatoes. Um, they gave it a seven. I'd give it a solid eight um, because there are a couple flaws. And I, you know, the the casting of one of the characters is not perfect, but I still enjoyed it. Um, my biggest thing is they base it off the fact that the first episode they say is slower because they're establishing the show. They're not creating it as like, here was Rebels, we're starting the show immediately. They're establishing like generic info that we know from rebels. So if you were to watch it, Tim, you'd get a gist of what happened. You would kind of know relationships. And I'll tell you afterwards, one of the ways they do that, which I think is brilliant how they did it. That's why I give them a higher star. I would go eight or nine, eight and a half, nine for this episode. Um, I knocked it down for eight in general, just because of the one character I'm not a big fan of, but she does portray it correctly. It's just, it feels kind of, um, it's the character that plays uh, Hera Sandula because she's, if you didn't know, she is Ewan McGregor's wife. So she's married to Obi-Wan Kenobi. So um, now they're both in in, uh, in Star Wars and I think some people are kind of giving them crap because they, they don't think that she was right for the role. I think there could have been someone better, but I like the way she portrays it so far, but I can see where they might have some shortfalls. Um. The Marvel specials for making of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 and Secret Invasion are coming to Disney Plus in September. 
how much you want to bet? Because Disney, for those who don't know, Disney is one of the main uh, people pushing against the WGA and the SAG-AFTRA. How much you want to bet they've had these things in the can? They're just waiting to fill stuff. They knew this was going to happen, and then we'll wait them out. Oh, yeah. Well, and it's easy to do. You're going to have so much you know, extra footage or whatnot that you could, on any movie, you could piece stuff together. And it's like, oh, hey, we need filler. All right, go back in, splice it up, and you have your own platform to put it on. So there you go. Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. It's it's going to be interesting to see. I, I need to watch. I'm going to watch Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 this weekend. I got so much stuff to do. Uh, Tim and I's children both have birthdays coming up in the next week. Um, to be the second year in a row, I won't be able to make it to the birthday party because we have something planned that Saturday. But next year, we're going to gonna coordinate it so that we can make sure we can make it to both parties. Um, but I am going to try and watch Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 this weekend without the wife because I have a bad record of showing her stuff that she doesn't want to see because she's very anti-animal cruelty. She can't even watch it when it's fake or CGI. So I have to make sure I watch that alone. So I'll be watching it in anticipation of watching these um, specials in September. I will watch Secret Invasion uh, soon. That way I can kind of give a report back to on the status of the Marvel Universe. Um, this next one's interesting because uh, the big thing I've noticed now is uh, like Bowling for Soup. I follow the lead singer Jarrett Ray Reddick because he has a country career now, but he still does Bowling for Soup. And they're pressing albums, like signed albums, and they're doing all this stuff. There's been a resurgence of albums and kind of the dying of CDs. Like, I don't know really anyone. Now, when you say albums, you mean records. Yes, correct. Records. They're actual physical records. Uh, He actually has three of them right now. One's uh, signed, one's not signed, like that. Well, I just saw somewhere where they're not going to be doing dvds anymore for a most most shows most shows have said no we're not going to do it but loki wandavision and the mandalorian are going to be released on 4k uhd and blu-ray with new bonus features and i have no idea what 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 the angle on this is at all all i could think of is that this is for people who can't that don't that don't have disney plus right yep yeah i mean why else I don't. Yeah. That's probably, I mean, I don't know. Because I don't know what else they could do. Because I remember, we remember the Blu-rays when they first got advanced. And they'd have like a moving thing or they'd have a hidden menu. Right. I mean, I don't know what else they could do. But, you know, fingers crossed, you know, with Loki season two coming out. And then the Mandalorian's kind of still in flux because of the strike. I mean, we'll see. We'll see how well it does. I want to see what the bonus features are, so I'll wait till they get released and go on YouTube and see what the bonus features are. Right. Um, this one was interesting. So Mickey Mouse Clubhouse is returning in 2025. Duffy the Disney Bear is joining the cast. Now, Disney Plus and Disney in general has done this weird thing. I don't know if you've seen it, Tim, where it went from Disney. It was the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, and then we had Mickey and the Roadster Racers. And then the Mickey and the Roaster Racers changed into, like, Mickey's Spectacular Adventures or something like that. Um, They're doing this weird thing. And I found out this is insane. So do you know what Disney does to writers 
for their shows? Uh, I don't know. Okay. Hopefully they pay him. Well, so I didn't know this, but I guess you they get paid at like 75% of the going rate until a show reaches its third season. So after its third season, they bump their pay up. So you get like a pay increase after, after three uh, three years. Yeah. So what they do is in their bylaws of like their contract, if the show changes names or gets rebooted, they start over. So did you right. ever notice it went from the Sweet Life of Zack and Cody, which was very successful, to the Sweet Life of On Deck? Yeah. And it was Hannah Montana. Then it was, I think, like Hannah Montana, Best of Both Worlds. So they basically were changing the names so that the writers would not get 100% of pay after the third year. Right. Well, and with that, you could do that because that's right when they've gotten, you know, the show's gotten their feet under them. They've gotten a couple seasons under their belt and then, oh, hey, change it to that. It's like, oh, hey, this is something new. So then they'll give it another couple more Three years. years yep. Exactly. So I don't know. It's weird to me that they're rebooting it. I mean, it went off the air, I think, 2019. Because my son was one years old, I think, and they stopped putting him out, which is the cool part about it. They, the books match up. If you ever get the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse books, there's episodes that line up with the story. So it is kind of cool if you read to your kid like we do, and then it has that. Um, Steven Spielberg's Amblin Television is heading to Netflix with Encounters. And Where this I, is, it's I like a UFO on. type show. Yes, and they talk about skinwalkers and stuff too, right? Yeah, it's a whole bunch of yeah, yeah, kind of paranormal activity type deal. Yep. Um, I guess Netflix has picked it up, but it's done by Amblin Television. Yep, which um, is pretty much anything, anything big is usually. Spielberg has a lot of shows. If you want to look it up, look up his credits because he's got a lot of stuff you would never even thought of. And a lot of stuff only gets made because he puts a stamp of approval on it. So he's kind of huge with television still. Um, so Disney Lorcana, it's basically their version of Pokemon cards. Uh, we talked about how insane everything's been. Um, they did not release at Disneyland and Disney World, which disappointed guests. But the problem is, is if you've ever been to Disneyland or Disney World, while they do have security... You could shoplift stuff so easy there. There's nothing stopping most people walking out with stuff. Little things here and there. They're watching, but these would be the first things would get screwed up because they aren't just an item. They're cards. People might rip them open. They might get damaged if you try to take it from them. It's smart not having them there. Um, and Ravensburger, who is the publisher, right, of the, of yeah. the cards, uh, they have a 10-year Disney Lorcana plan. I've already seen one card, a Genie card, sell for $1,600. One yep. card. Yep. Um, And the crazy part is, is like, I haven't dealt with them yet, so I don't know if like, um, so with Pokemon, Tim doesn't deal with Pokemon. So Pokemon cards, Tim knows baseball cards. So let's say, for instance, you know, you, you could get a, a piece of paper that comes with a big deck, and it says, these are all the cards you could get. And basically, by looking at that, you can say, okay, this is the chase card. So, you know, like everyone that was chasing Wander Franco ones, I'm not going to say anything more about that, but like, okay, let's say it was 
I'm trying to think of good play. Okay, Mookie Betts, Dodgers player. Let's say, for instance, he has a card. It's one of one, two of two, whatever it is. With Pokemon cards, what they do is the rarity is established in the booklet. So you could say, this one's the rarest one. If I find this one, it's worth more money. So I don't know how Lorcana, I don't know how they're establishing this. You know what I mean? Like, how do you know that Genie one is worth that much unless they have a booklet that says this is where. Yeah, yeah they got to have something that says it. Or right. like you said, it has a sequential number on it or it is one of one or right. something like that. Or, a, you know, a refractor type quality or, or it's a, a special card in general, short print, you know. Yeah. What, whatever it is. But. Yeah, no, I saw um, online, and now, of course, they're not selling it online. It just shows what the pricing is, because you look up anything. And a box of them, there was 24 packs in a box, and it was $1,400, bucks. i am going to say. So, now, I don't know, like, if that's, like, a hobby pack type thing, or you're going to get, you know, one to two hits in it you know, whatever that was, but I saw that and it's like, Ooh, yeah, that's because it ended up being what's I think that's like 12 bucks or something, a pack or, you know, on, on that. Yeah. So uh, it's, um, it's, it's interesting. I mean, it's a, it's something new to go for. Um, I know there's a lot of people who, you know, don't oh i screwed up too i didn't scan my cards dang it i was trying to see because some cards you know they all of a sudden they shoot up in price for whatever reason so i know tim saw a couple of the ones that i had we couldn't even find a comparable card and this was a before the kid was even a rookie and the card that was a lesser quality than mine was like what 16 17 bucks so um I wonder if they'll start doing uh, the Lorcana stuff on the collector's app because that'd be kind of cool to see too. Right, exactly. Well, and that way you know kind of what you're what you're searching after and what you're going after. Um, you know, right now, where like in baseball or any sports, you have guys that have rookie cards, or if they're on a team USA or whatnot, and he may not be, you know what not that great or okay right and all of a sudden he starts becoming a star and a breakout um and now those older cards are going the just the packs in general are going crazy especially if it's if it's is a a big ricky card on that on on whichever company that sells it so then everyone's going back and trying to buy them and then you got to go back and look, oh, do I have that one? I think I have it. And it could just be just a, a base card on it that's all of a sudden 50 bucks. And when you first got it, it was like a dollar, you know. Um, so it's interesting, you know, on that. But with something like Pokemon and and this, you're going to know what it is right away. Yeah, and I think the big thing right now is, um, I don't know if you saw this, but Panini revoked the rights. Was uh, the NFLPA revoked the rights to player likeness to Panini? So, like, you don't risk that with these cards. They're gonna gain value regardless. I have yet to see anyone as of recent have anything that wasn't worth something. You know what I mean? Right. Something's always worth something. Yeah. Um, and the funny part is, is the new way to make money now on YouTube is the dudes that quote unquote buy the twenty five hundred dollar packs 
what it really is is they usually get every single drop through whatever company they use. I could put any direct. I can pre-order every single box for face value, sit on it for a year, and then next year it's worth a thousand dollars. But they know it's only worth that one for if it has a specific card. So what they do is they purposely open it. So it looks like they paid twenty five hundred. They only paid face value, and they're getting it. So look, oh look, I spent a thousand dollars in this box, and I got two hundred dollars in cards. So the good news is with the Lorcana, I believe that they're going to be able to. It's. I think the prices are going to stabilize very soon. But because oh, yeah, well, not, you know, and especially once they hit big box stores like Target and Walmart and whatnot. Is, is, I, I wonder if they're going to do that. I don't know if they will. Yeah, no, they are. Yeah, no, they are. They said that that it's um, it's going to be select like comic book shops for like a month or something, and then it's going to go to big box retailers um, in September. Okay. Makes sense. Um, next thing we got uh, pre-orders are open for Ken and his iconic fur coat outfit. Ryan Gosling sported in the climax of the Barbie movie and will launch on January 31st, 2024. This is a big thing because I believe they're going to do a whole line from the movie. This is the first one they're doing. And the rumor is, is the, the Barbie that has the jacked up, like cut hair and everything is also yeah. in the works. Um, something to make money, man. And um, uh, my cousin has all the Disney princesses from back in the day. So like when they first started doing Barbie Disney princess princesses, she has them all in a room. It's creepy. It's real creepy, but it's worth a lot of money. So right. it's going to have value. Um, voice actor Jim Cummings sings happy birthday to Winnie the Pooh on social media. That dude voices so many people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's it's a like lot all, of It's voices. like all the ones back in there. It's like a, a Mel Blanc type deal where he did, you know, three quarters of the, uh, the Looney Tunes where Jim Cummings did a lot. Um, you know, obviously including Winnie the Pooh and other ones. Uh, he does Tigger as well. As well. He does Tigger. And um, I'm trying to think who else he does. He does some ones that you wouldn't even think because um, I'm pretty sure he's in. He's I think he's a voice actor in Who Framed Roger Rabbit, I think. Um, yeah, but I don't I mean, he's I don't, in a lot of stuff. I don't know if it was um, uh, like an actual thing or like where he uh, like, you know, how they'll just give him voice credit because they're there. Oh, wow. So he does Pete. He does Pete in the new one, the new Mickey Mouse, Pete Tigger, Humphrey the Bear, Hook Lake Pete. He does Steamboat Pete and Disney Speedstorm. I'm trying to think of which one is the craziest one I saw. Oh, he does the Tasmanian Devil as well. So he's <laughs> literally, he's the only person I've ever seen that crosses back and forth so much from Mickey and Minnie to Nickelodeon. So he is the full-time voice of Pete. And I'm trying to think. That's crazy. That's all he gets now. I haven't seen any Winner the Pooh in a while. He was on Doc McStuffins, the new Looney Tunes. I mean, you name it, he's in it. Right. Well, I mean, has there been anything a new Winnie the Pooh as of late? No, I think 2011 was the last one. He actually has 593 credits. Oh yeah. Jesus. Oh yeah, but no how way. How many of them are like 
duplicate. Like you said, he's Steamboat Pete in Disney Speed's form, then he's Steamboat Pete in Mickey Mouse Funhouse, or, you know, Pete in that, so. Guess who else he voices? I couldn't tell you. Hondo, Hondo Anaka. Oh, <laughs> that's funny. He's the voice of Hondo Anaka in the cartoons. That is crazy. Yeah. Oh, there you go. I'm trying to think if it's if he says in the Clone Wars one though, because it showed him in um, uh, Rebels. Oh, yep. There he goes, Hondo Anaka in Star Wars: The Clone Wars. He did Clone Wars. He did Rebels, and he did. I'm assuming he probably also did the um, the voice of him in uh, the parks too. Oh yeah. So, um, last we had two people pass away. Uh, Ron Cephas Jones passed away at the age of sixty-six. Most would recognize him as um, uh, the older gentleman, black guy who had cancer, I believe, on This Is Us. Um, he also he he has an enormous thing. I think he's on The Wire too, wasn't he? Um, I I couldn't tell you. Uh, you would know him when you saw him. Great actor. Um, I actually, the few episodes that I watched of uh, This Is Us, I really liked him. And they actually made him look a lot older than he really was. Um, he was also in Luke Cage. Uh, and what would everyone know him from? Wow, he's, I didn't even know he's a lot of order, organized crime. That's crazy. That's super sad. Um, wow, he was in Madden too, but yeah. So, Longshot, Mr. Robot, Banshee, The Blacklist. I mean, he's been in a lot of stuff. And um, he passed away. I didn't see what, what of, if anything, just because, you know, you never know if they're going to tell you the truth or anything like that. So, But uh, he was in so much stuff. And he had 45 credits only. That's crazy. So, he was 66. He started acting in 96. I guess, well, 94. And... Um, he was one of the guys. He did he did the Law and Order rounds. So uh, he's kind of the face you would as soon as you see him, you know him. So R.I.P. to him. And then today it dropped. This is insane. Um, Wyndham Rotunda, also known as Bray Wyatt, uh, passed away at the age of 36 today. Um, I was telling Tim, you know, I I'm not super into wrestling anymore. I'll watch it here and there. I follow the storylines a little bit. Um, but, uh, he was a part of a group, um, when he first started, I guess his dad, um, was also, they said he was a superstar. So I was like, I didn't, I didn't know about, you know, that at all. Um, uh, but Bray Wyatt family, it's, they call it the Wyatt family. And basically it was a group of, um, um, was it that? No. He was related to a bunch of people. Um, okay, so it was the Wyatt family. And basically, it was six guys in a group. But he was a big guy they were trying to push over. Um, he left the WWE, came back into last year. And then after, they, he was uh, doing a promo for WrestleMania this year. And he just disappeared. And they said he left for medical reasons. And... Um, Obviously, something was horribly wrong, and um, it, they did say at the time, if you look at the reports, that it was career-slash-life-threatening, so, so it was something serious. So, um, 
our thoughts go out to both uh, his family and to um, uh, Ron Cephas Jones. Um, and now, sadly, we're going off to the positive stuff because we, we're going to blow through the rest of it because we got stuff to do. But also, there's not much that's crazy interesting. Uh, Gaming-wise, uh, Kobe Bryant has become the only player to have a 100 overall in 2K history. Uh, obviously, well-deserved, um, especially after this last season, how horrible all basketball was. Um, it's good to see that they gave him that. Um, this story was kind of funny. David Harbour revealed that even though he's a longtime gamer, he can't play games with the Stranger Things kids because it would take him out of the fantasy of the game, which is hilarious. Right. So, um, you know, a lot of news about him because, you know, the show is going to be ending soon. So we'll see. Um, Xbox 360 digital store is permanently shutting down next year in July of 2024. Um, and it's basically going to be shy of 10 years, I think. I think it's going to be in nine years that it's been out, something like that. And they said that it'll be just shy of 10 years they're going to shut it down, which they're not supporting it anymore. And um, oh, I know it's longer than 10 years. Maybe it's 15. Because so, I realize I, I keep thinking of Xbox One, but it's Xbox 360. Um, no longer making content for it. And I think they're following PlayStation's kind of, um, they're stepping, following their their footsteps because Sony's been putting the kibosh on everything PS3. Last year they started that, and now PS4 they're working on now. So, And speaking of PlayStation, Sony is uh, upcoming handheld is officially called the PlayStation Portal. Um, glad we're having some more uh, handheld stuff. I need to play my Steam Deck because I haven't played it in forever. Um, but as we said, we're busy. Um, and lastly, in gaming, Nintendo has confirmed that Charles Martinet, the original voice actor of Mario, who has played the character since 1991, will be stepping back from recording character voices for our games and will now serve as a Mario ambassador. I couldn't tell if he got fired or if he's just so old that he just doesn't want to do it anymore. Because he looks like he's super happy in every photo they're showing with this announcement like he looks like he loves mario right well i mean shoot when you've been the face of it for that long and you just had a huge movie that just came out granted i mean wasn't his voice it wasn't his voice but i mean it was you know on on mario and everyone got um back in you know mario made a, a resurgence yeah so but I guess he's also voiced other characters like Wario and Waluigi and what is he and their baby equivalents oh. prior to stepping down. So he did a lot of them. Wad and Waluigi, people don't realize Waluigi's been around for a long time. And Wario, because I've had a I had a Wario game on the Game Boy, those black and white. Mm-hmm. So shoot. Well, hopefully he's doing good and he's not sick or anything. Um, right that's kind of scary because you're almost like uh is he stepping down because it's going to be it or what yeah kind of what's going on yeah um next for other amusement parks uh including disneyland on the first one they both prepared for hurricane hillary california adventure actually did have evacuations um because of hillary but because of the winds were just so massive and i've never seen it was kind of cool Hold on, what, showing, do you, what do you mean? What do you mean evacuations? I know both parks closed early, but they didn't evac people out of it. 
I saw a video of them kicking people out of part of California Adventure. Like they were shutting down the doors because the rain was blowing and everything. And they were escorting people out of the spot over where like the restaurant stuff is in the far back corner. <laughs> like out of the park or just out of the area? I all of saw them leaving that area, but they were closing uh, okay. all the shops and everything over there. Right. Yeah. Cause I know they, um, both of them closed down, um, early that day. Yep. Yeah. This was daylight and they were pushing them all towards like Grizzly river run from the other side. So, Oh, there you go. You get wet yeah. there anyways. Exactly. Uh, Harry Potter deputies have been confirmed for Diagon alley this fall at universal studios, Florida, which is awesome because I don't know why they haven't always had them because that's what basically they are. Right. Great things for Halloween. Um, into the Disney Parks pile, uh, Genie Plus Lightning Lane filter is now available on my Disney Experience tip board. Um, and they have also added the Mandalorian appearance times to the My Disney Experience app, which is kind of awesome because they're like, I mean, it's just, if you want to meet him, it's just so much easier because he wanders. And then he'll right. just stop and then start taking pictures. So if you know where to go, it's better. And then lastly, in general, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge Legacy Lightsabers, Camtano Stafe, and Single Lightsaber Blades are now available at Shop Disney. I was waiting for them to do this. I knew it was going to happen, but um, I'm glad they're doing it now because um, I need to get myself that Camtano safe. Hopefully right, they don't. Exactly. Now, they yeah, don't now you can it. get it without having to go to the parks. Exactly. I was going to make you buy it for me and then carry it around, right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's kind of a horrible thing when you think about it. Hey, can you – like, if I was like, hey, could you pick up this shirt or pair of ears? Okay, that's easy. That goes in a bag. You're asking for the freaking Camtono safe or a lightsaber? Nah, because then I'm also going to have to pay for the um, the storage as well in the front because you ain't going to be not leaving it you know, out anywhere. So Right. It's either that or you're picking it up on your way out. Exactly. Uh, way out of the park. Um, Disney Resorts Abroad, Disneyland Paris is hosting an annual pass holder villainous night in September. I've heard this one's really fun. Like, it's a really fun thing to go see. Um, and I'm really excited for it. Like, I want to see it because I've heard they get some of the more obscure characters. Like, they did that last year, remember? Yeah. They had some that they were like, wait, what? So... Yeah. Um, on to Walt Disney World. Uh, the animatronic hand fell off again mid-show on the Carousel of Progress in Magic Kingdom. So either their hand's falling off or um, they uh, get squirrels in there. Um, oh, right. Uh, Walt Disney World is also no longer handing out paper straws and plastic lids. Awesome. Cause those now they, they have them. They're just not handing them out. They're... Obviously. Those straws are horrible. Yes, Legitimately, when we went to we got Starbucks there when I went with uh, the wife because they actually the ironic part is they were banning that stuff before COVID. Yeah. And when we went to Disneyland, we had to get like four straws just for the one Starbucks drink because they got soggy so fast. So. Yeah. No. Exactly. Yeah. That's why a lot of people you see are bringing like the reusable either plastic yep. straws or metal straws. Yeah. Um. I'll go to Smart and Final and get a bunch of the bendy straws and bring them with me. There you go. Um, <laughs> strolling, stroller parking sign has been installed for Journey of Water, inspired by Moana at Epcot. Um, obviously, it's going to be a huge attraction, so I'm assuming they're getting ready for that because 
I mean, right. And with it being Moana, more kids, so you're gonna have a lot more strollers. So I'm yep. glad that they have a dedicated, um, well, a a dedicated stroller parking, and b a sign that says, "Hey, stroller parking here." Exactly. Now, granted, 85% of people just are gonna put it wherever, and then get mad when you move it. When you move it to the section that's for stroller parking. Exactly. Um, next, we have college. Oh, sorry. Parking transfers will return to Epcot and Disney's Hollywood Studios in September. We heard about this, I think, earlier this year. They, they were shooting for September, October, so not a surprise. Right. This one, but it's though, nice that the, nice that they're back though, because before they is. didn't have them. So yeah. <clears throat> um, this one right here, though. College program cast member fired after a viral TikTok captures guest altercation at Magic Kingdom. We're only getting part of the story because there is rumors, um, as my friend did comment on our post. Um, a lot of people are saying this person was being a complete jerk to the cast member. She was selling um, the light-up souvenirs um, as the park closes when you leave. And um, I guess the person was just being um, super, super impatient. And it just, it's, it's I don't know. Um, yeah. Which I get. You know, I, I get that. You know, we're only getting seeing <clears throat> some of the video. We're only getting, you know, kind of one side of it. But the way the cast member handled it um, was, I think, very unprofessional, un, un Disney like. I mean, you never seen, because you see, um, what was the last one that we saw? Oh, um, a magic key. Uh, not necessarily giveaway. Well, I guess it was a giveaway because they're giving away stuff for free um, at California Adventure. And, you know, the guest was berating the cast member like, oh, my gosh, how mm -hmm. can you sell it out? Granted, it was a three hour window and they came at our, you know, two hours and 45 minutes into it. It's like, yeah, sorry, limited, you know limited supply and limited event you know if we run out we run out type deal and just berating them and you know it's uh, you know public relations it it stinks but i think for the and i'm not you know defending one way or the other but there is standards um that they are held to and they're very high and i know you know emotions and everything can get high and I think, you know, I'm sure all of us wanted to do that and wanted to to say stuff, but I think it could have get could have been handled in a better way. And even as they were walking away, the cast member was still well turning back and yeah and, and kind of barking at each other, you know, per you know, per saying, you know, on it. So it's like you know if they're walking away okay that's fine then let it be but then when you keep you know stirring it up well and i think the other sucky part too was the one <clears throat> person was actually defending her so she could have just walked away because the right. other other guests were saying leave her alone kind of thing right. um obviously she is a college student so i would have given her a little bit of leniency because they, they i mean the people were not being nice at all, right? Um, no, exactly. But and, they do and have they do have stricter stricter stipulations 
in the college program. So you also right. have that. Right. No, exactly. I mean, it's unfortunate, you know, no matter what side you look at it. And of course, in this day and age where everyone has a camera in their pocket and could live stream it and post it in two seconds, um, or if it was something, you know, before cell phones or before cell phone cameras, all to be okay, take your statement, take their statement, and then, you know, come to an agreement on it where now, and it stinks, like I said, especially only if you get one portion of it and not the whole thing it's you know it paints the cast member you know possibly yep. in a bad light because of that guest but then it paints the guest and especially with it being focused on the cast member you know it's yep. kind of, like i said it's unfortunate especially that she got fired from it um you know you never want to see anybody lose their job it's not like she came after him and used vulgar language or started fighting with them but yeah like you said i mean they do have higher standard especially in the college program um because you are getting units and credits for it as well yeah so good luck to her i know she was struggling to find some help getting her stuff back home to louisiana because she got 24 hours to move out so that was kind of rough but right, yeah uh, hopefully she lands on her feet um, on to the Disneyland Resort. Quick as always. Uh, Ahsoka Tano has debuted at Galaxy's Edge in Disneyland. She looks fantastic. Her photo op's awesome. Everybody was dressing up for it in anticipation, so it was really awesome. Um, we got an opening date for uh, Tiana's Palace Restaurant at Disneyland, which is September 7th. And we did get a first look at the menu, and it does look delicious. It looks really good. Really good. Yep. I mean, the whole everything looks great there. The menu, the place, they did yep. a fantastic job. Great with job. It and did it yeah. quick, too. Exactly. Um, Radiator Springs Racers exterior track was repaved and the rock work was repainted during refurbishments there. Um, it looks really good. And you can see them covering everything up. So it was pretty awesome seeing like all right. the. And I think it's one of their first there. bigger refurbishments since it opened. I, I mean, they haven't. That's one of the few ones where we'll see them like use the um, like they'll like one of the like the animatronics cannot be working mm-hmm. and they'll still keep it going. Right. Yeah. So, they have a, a good B mode for it. Exactly. Um, Tory Gate Bridge nears completion. More new signage added in San Francisco Square. This is California Adventure as they're getting ready for that. You know, right. They'll say oh, Baymax Bread is coming to San Francisco Square august 31st so they're trying to get this done by the end of the month i think um, yeah because i think that's when it uh officially opens yeah um we did get a new trail to frontier land re- unveiled revealed and i think all they did was tear down that part between Adventureland and frontier land i think they just tore down that yeah part. they moved yeah they moved the walls back pretty yeah. much um virtual queue unavailable for all rogers the musical showtimes on august 22nd that's crazy Right. Well, it's popular. Did you have you? You haven't seen it yet, have you? No, I would have no clue. I, the only reason I go and see it if I need to take a nap. I think it'd be well. So you don't watch it. So it's based on a musical in Hawkeye. Yeah, for, yeah, so, from the show. Yeah, and I'll um, be curious to see if they extend it too. I think they will. We'll see it. Um, 
Disneyland monorail station in downtown Disney district receives fresh paint and new color scheme. They're doing a lot of stuff. They're refreshing so much stuff right there. And it looks good. looks really good. Um, a new light up Hocus Pocus mini as Winnie Sipper is coming to Disneyland next month. It looks amazing. I love Hocus Pocus. I love this cup. It is amazing. It looks just like Winnie and I want it now. Right. Um, we got a first look at new Mickey Mouse skeleton bucket coming to Disneyland. And then they also got a new Coco theme popcorn bucket coming to Disneyland during Halloween. Like they literally have so much stuff going on with the popcorn buckets and the sippers and everything right. so, on top of the stuff that they already have. That's yep. very popular. Exactly. And lastly, 2024 Disneyland resort, um, uh, vacation packages are going on sale this week. Now, this is one of those ones where it's, it's quick. It's like a, how often, how long would you say it's like a, you need to use it by this date, right? Usually um no it's just it's packages so that you could uh no but usually usually, packages in 2024 right but a lot of them the deals are like you have to use them by a certain date for certain deals so you could probably go on there like for disneyland and say hey look a three-day park hopper or whatever is going to cost this much with hotel and stuff like that uh i i don't know on that i think it's just general uh, packages that you can book. Um, for, oh, so it's it. not like the deal ones then? No, no, no. It's just vacation packages. Okay. So you could do, I mean, though, it will have um, discounts and everything on it because you're booking through them, but it's packages for the whole year, not necessarily, oh, if you need, um, you know, have to use it by, by this date. I'm sure they'll have something like that but mm-hmm. this is just the general packages um that come on sale for the upcoming year so if you're looking to go you know this time next year you could get the package um on it like we did for our honeymoon or whatnot <laughs> um for it the only thing is is they finally did i mean shoot we're almost being out of august and they finally released it three months ahead of time where i think in disney world they released it a good month and a half ago now, granted, it's more, you know, kind of Disney World's more popular, but with a lot of stuff coming to Disneyland and and opening in 2024, you'd think. Yeah. You know, they give you more than three months to kind of plan it. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, we'll see. Um, we'll see how they sell, because usually that's what's weird about Disney for people that don't know. They'll randomly do deals. So. Like, I think uh, this year it was, I think in March, you had to use them by May. And then usually they'll do one in the end of August that says, um, do you have to finish, like, use them by September or October is what usually happens. And then all of a sudden they'll be like, oh, it's like 30 bucks off or something. I don't know. Right. But, yeah. Uh, the, this yeah, is more, more of just planning stuff. everything out. And you probably get slight discount for it. But, I mean, we'll see. Uh, we'll get more info when I'll go through there and check it out and see what they got going on for it. But that's all we got for you. Um, thank you guys for all coming through. We greatly appreciate it. Make sure you go to Facebook page, just search FOMOcast. You'll see the group. We post all the articles we talk about here so you can get more information, see the videos. 
and harassed him when he is going on a roll about posting stuff because he gets interested some days and all of a sudden there's like seven articles and Tim finds them all. Tim's the Disney man, so. Right. Well, I got to put them on there so that way I remember to pull them off and get them on the agenda. So that's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, but thank you guys all for coming through. We greatly appreciate it. Uh, for the FOMOcast, I'm Chris. I'm Tim. And we'll see you guys next time. <laughs> <laughs>